Where did our love go? Where did our love go? Nobody seems to know. But once upon a time when we were coloured, you could feel the love oozing out of every cupboard in the family home, wherever you were from, Africa or the Caribbean. It was love that brought our parents over the ocean to settle in a land in which they struggled to understand and this lack of comprehension resulted in a lot of tension between husband and wife and it caused a lot of strife and yet, and yet, through their blood, tears and sweat, our parents' devotion to one another somehow seemed to conquer all the other nonsense that was going on outside of their home, sweet home. I swear, I don't know how they done it, but did it they did, and they stayed on it. They hugged and they kissed, and the old man never missed a birthday or an anniversary, and never missed Valentine's, obviously. There always seemed to be a bouquet of flowers in our slumlord ivory towers because we lived in a bedsit, the entire family, and the only privacy was every Sunday when for some inexplicable reason the old man sent us out to play with the other children instead of staying in a corner of the room and reciting our thirteen times tables like the messenger of doom. Oh, those were happy days, I'll kid you not. Even though we didn't know whether we'd like it or not, tomorrow didn't matter when there was love in the air today. Our parents' love was like a glue, come what may. So where did all that love go? Where did it go? Why don't we love like that no more? Nobody seems to know. Perhaps, if we remind ourselves of how the old folks enjoyed themselves, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Carol Thompson, Queen of Lover's Rock. You're my wife. Where did our love go? If you knew how much I love you, how much I care for you, you wouldn't stay away. If you knew you were my one desire, you set my soul on fire, you wouldn't stay away. So darling, I know that you have found somebody new. She loves you this, I know They say she's more beautiful than I But if you knew How my heart yearns for you How much I love you You wouldn't stay away you wouldn't stay away. You wouldn't stay 
you love me thank you but like the song says you know that I've found somebody new mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you laughing I'm allowed to laugh Dotton y- yes 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 I can laugh nevertheless that was one of those tunes don't stay away that our parents' generation loved yeah, for some true. reason. Yeah, they did. And I don't care if you're from the Caribbean or from Africa originally. Mm-hmm. Um, it resonated. Yeah, yeah, it really did. They felt that tune. Do you know why? I don't know exactly why, uh, but I've got my I've got my my feelings. I think that it was one. It was a, the, the the song and the fact that it was rock steady. And that was their, that was the music of their generation, you know. So it was music that they understood, that they resonated to, and they had so much fun with Rocksteady. And then Phyllis Dillon had such sweet tones and um, those those kind of old-fashioned lyrics where I just think it's just part of the whole period of time, um, lyrically, musically, that, that it was for them. It was for them, and they danced and they sung to Phyllis Dillon and to Rocksteady. You see, maybe when we ask, where has the love gone, maybe we should be asking, where has the fun gone? <laughs> Where's the fun gone in terms of, what do you mean? Well, it could be music, mm. could be in relationships, could be in life. Mm, mm. Where's the fun gone? Because that generation went through a lot of, Discrimination, a lot of hardships, yeah, a and lot. yeah, yet somehow, some way, they seem to manage to find some fun in their lives. I think they did. You know, I sometimes I do think about it, and I think that it's because there was a cut-off point in those days. It was Monday to Friday, the weekends, unless you were working on British Rail or in the, the, the health service, in the hospitals or something. You know, there was like a cut-off point and the weekends, it was weekend. Do you remember even in those days, Dotton, you used to have like maybe half day on a Wednesday. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah, if you worked and in a shop, If certainly. you worked in a shop. And also, you know, Sunday was was completely quiet right so on a Sunday you know you knew that you were having a day of rest whether you went to church or you didn't go to church there was a cut-off point so they could actually I suppose in a way they could organize fun and on a a real level they could decide this weekend we're gonna rave or this weekend we're gonna have a house party we're gonna have a blues this weekend it's a wedding this weekend it's a christening or whatever you know and I think as a kid growing up I, I really remember those distinct moments and the distinction of the week the the end of the end of the week on a friday the saturday soup going to the market on a saturday and that real feeling that work had stopped you know that monday to friday where they were just under so much stress and pressure at the weekend they were different people so sunday was the day of rest in our house 
most definitely. Sunday was the day of rest and worship. It was it Sunday was a great day. There's like rice and peas and chicken and lots of food and church all day. What kind of rest are we talking about? Rest from the nine to five, from the grind of being out there, you know, trying to make your way in a world in a hostile environment, an environment that didn't quite understand you as a black person, wasn't quite really accepting of you as a black person. So I think it was a real struggle throughout the week, throughout the week, just trying to get through it, earn your money without tripping up and getting in too much trouble for no reason at all. Because I don't know about you, because we we lived in a bedsit, so we right. were a whole family in one room, essentially. Mm-hmm. And we children didn't get any rest on a Sunday because the old man said, go out and play with your friends. <laughs> well, that was... He was trying to create some space for him and to create some romantic space, I would imagine, for him and, and and his wife. And we used to hear the sounds of Phyllis Dillon floating out of the windows as we were getting up to no good with all our white friends. <laughs> well, yes, that, that was the backdrop for romance for for many, many West Indian couples and, and black couples in in the 50s 60s and 70s because our white friends you know they 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 didn't they they weren't concerned about getting up to no good because their parents you know let them go out on a monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and a sunday so it seems like for my white friends or at Mm. least their parents every day was rest day yeah well for us it was sunday was a day of rest from the outside world. It was a rest from you, the United Kingdom because on a Sunday, on a weekend, our house was a Caribbean house. It was a Jamaican household at the weekends. You know, we it was it, the shutters came down, and it was officially a Jamaican weekend. <laughs> because you can have too much of a good thing, like I say. <laughs> Seven days a week was rest day for my white friend's parents. Um, Possibly, yeah. Yeah, and you heard music floating out of their windows as well. Mm. And, uh, yeah, well, I wonder if our parents wished they could rest and send their children out to play seven days a week. I just wonder that. But let leave that to one side. There's another thing about that lyric, you know, we've got to be real about this. It wasn't all cook and curry. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't all copacetic. <laughs> there were trials and tribulations even within the relationships. And this is the this is the conundrum mm. that we have to try and put together like a jigsaw puzzle. Because those lyrics, I know you've been having an affair, essentially, is what Phyllis Dillon is saying. I know you're off with somebody new. That did happen Mm. within our family relationships. Mm. Yeah, there were breakdowns, definitely. There were breakdowns. Well, not even breakdowns. There were just affairs. Affairs. Affairs and breakdowns. And and somehow, somehow, often enough, or in many cases, the relationship stayed together, even though there were infidelities. That's true. 
What, yeah, what did they, true. because now I can imagine in most cases, you know, you go off with somebody, over, your relationship yeah. breaks down, either because you don't want to carry on the mm. relationship mm. or mm. your partner doesn't want to carry on the relationship or the third person thing doesn't mm. want you to carry on the relationship, whatever it is, yeah. it breaks yeah. down. You know, yeah. we, we find it hard to survive infidelities. Mm. That's and true. I, I wonder whether it was our parents' generation that was somewhat naive in hanging on to what was once a good thing or whether it's us well no i think i think on reflection i know that that generation um a lot of the women stayed for economic reasons they didn't feel or didn't couldn't imagine how they would survive by themselves i mean it wasn't even i know some moved on because maybe they had to or because they were physically abandoned but those who who were not about who were not in being threatened with abandonment maybe they stayed together because or they stayed in the relationship because they couldn't imagine how they would survive outside of that relationship economically you see you say that the women stayed because of economic reasons, mm. so maybe in, you could maybe you can really think about why the men w- would have affairs and still expect to be staying. Well, I'll tell you why. In mm. the case of my father, right, he stayed for the children, right, which seems to me a much higher reason, a much more commendable reason mm. than mm. fairly economic matters. He stayed for the children, so. I think that's still part of it, you know, staying for the economic um, betterment of the children. Um, should, you know, that that's all part of the same thing. That that, that I was saying that without saying it's about the children because it is about the children. You can't go children. back. You can't no, go I back. I can go no. back as far as I like. No, you can't actually. So I'm rewinding you because economic you, reason, e- economic, women, but because they couldn't work out reasons, how they could raise the children men, by themselves. Or at least in the case of my father. For the children, but that still doesn't make sense. Does it, it does make sense. No, because, because then they're creating no. a household that's unhappy, and he's staying there for the children. But then, obviously, the woman, if she knows that he's having an affair, then she cannot be happy about it. So there that are lots cannot of be reasons. A the women can have affairs as well. Yeah, but yeah, they can. Of course, and they did can. They? Did they? I, I I don't know of any. You, you don't know of any women. Not of that generation. You know, you don't know of a Not single. Not personally. Come on. <laughs> I don't. Come on. I don't. No, I really don't. Be I really real don't. now. I'm being real. It takes two to tango. It really does, but I don't know of any. three. Well, and even sometimes four. But I don't know of any. I'm being, I'm very, very Not honest. Not one thing. I'm being honest with all you as well. All the women, because I grew up in the church, right? And all the women. So, are so you I'm, trying to say to let me, let me explain. come on No, now. let me explain. All church the women, people all don't the have women. have affairs. I'm sure they do, but I never. But what I heard, what I overheard, and the conversations that I eavesdropped, I was, I was, I heard, was that most of the women had been abandoned or treated treated really badly by their their husband. So, you know, for me, those were the stories I heard. I never heard of a story where she they said, "Oh well, I I found this 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 other man, and I decided that I wanted to be with him, and he wanted to be with me, and I left my husband." In that generation, I've never met one, and I'm sure it does happen. But I'm talking from my experience. I had I have not met 
uh, auntie. A lot like of that. things. A lot of things were swept under the carpet in that generation, and they didn't like to hang their dirty washing Absolutely. in public. You're right. But you never, You're very right. That's I mean, true. quite apart from whether you heard it or you eavesdropped or you heard it through the grapevine or whatever, heard it through the grapevine. <laughs> that was another one of those tunes. It really was. They loved Marvin Gaye and they loved Motown, you know. So, yeah, that was another that was another musical backdrop um, that, that sort of worked well for that generation. Shall I go into it or do you want to do it? Into what? Heard it through the grapevine. I bet you're wondering how I knew. About... See, I don't know all the words. Ah, yeah, okay. that's it. I don't know all the words. I bet you're wondering how I knew. Don't sing. That you don't had sing. Don't sing. Fans Just say the say the words. Just say the words. Blue. I love when you speak the words. Speak the words. Speak it like a poem for me. But that's not how my parents heard it. I, but it doesn't matter. I we bet can, we you're can... wondering how I knew yes. that you had plans to make me blue right. with others, with some other guy you knew before, right. yeah? Right, yeah. Okay, do you want to sing it? No, but I know that Gladys Knight sang it as well, so it was not just A about... lot of other people sang it. That wasn't the point. <laughs> I'm just trying to hear about, remember the yeah. tunes that our parents loved and what kept them together. together. And yeah. I think there's a magic in the music, if not in the lyrics, in the vibe of the music that reflected the magic that was in their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. music so even, had, a, had a very important role to play so in even, their lives, absolutely. Even infidelity, or mm. even planned infidelity, because I heard it through the grapevine, as far as I can tell... He doesn't, she hasn't She hasn't done it, done yet. it yet. Or, or, he she, or hasn't, she. she hasn't he told she. him. He right, or the she. guilty party hasn't divulged yeah, yeah. them intending to move on right yeah but you yeah. see in those lyrics mm. it's not okay i'm going to get rid of you it's more kind of like i'm you're this is going to hurt me mm -hmm. you know we've got to stick together somehow right in don't stay away at least because she's still away. saying yeah i love you you know even you know though when, you i know, know you've I been off that, with someone that song um, that song always reminds me of like a windrush situation where the the man has left and gone over to the UK, say, um, already and left his sweetheart behind. And he gets to the, gets to the UK and he meets somebody else. But she's still in the Caribbean pining for him and hoping... This is my scenario, anyway. Mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I hoping that he will eventually send for her to, to join him in the UK mm. and she's heard maybe through letters through a friend or a family mm. that he's seen somebody else and she's beautiful or she's very worldly and wise and, and very hip and she's feeling like a country girl back in the Caribbean mm. and I always kind of get that sense that that sense of melancholy and that sense of feeling that you've been left behind that's how I've always interpreted that song. See, I, I interpret it as entirely um, a black British experience. Yeah. yeah, people have come from the Caribbean or have come from Africa and in the circumstances of the stress that they feel in this country, mm -hmm. yeah, they lose their minds a little bit. They lose their minds a little bit. And sometimes, sometimes they think, hang on a second, um, I'm feeling very down in the circumstances I'm in, in the wilder world in the wider world, and it's affecting my enjoyment of this experience. This distraction of another woman mm -hmm. is 
compensating in that respect. <laughs> and I'm going to, well, I'm just, I'm being real now. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to come home tonight and I'm going to tell my wife some cock and bull story. And even if I tell her this, the truth, I'm going to say, look, this is how I'm feeling, okay? Don't make me feel worse. Don't make me feel worse. And she's saying, but you know, if you, saying, if you knew how much no, I loved you, you yeah. wouldn't stay away. She's so saying, she's saying that you he obviously doesn't know no, how much she loves she's you. She's saying, I'm giving you permission. No, she's not. She is actually. She's really not she saying that, John. She's, I mean, she's I saying, know there's saying, sort of inference and you can read between the lines, but uh, that is taking it what somewhere What am I supposed else. to do but uh, read between the lines? Well, she's that's saying, amazing. don't stay away. She's right. saying, Look, I still love you, despite the fact you're having an affair with somebody else. I know you're still... Why don't women say that nowadays? Say what exactly? Repeat that. I still love you, despite right. the fact that we all know you're having an affair with that other woman. Some I still do. love you. Some women do. They? do. Some women do. do. They? Some women Where do. Where are these women? I don't know them personally. A lot of fellas would like to know. I don't know them personally. Not me personally, but I'm just saying, where are these women? I don't know any personally myself, but I have heard through the grapevine. Yeah, of course you have. There are some women and and definitely not in church. Obviously, you've never heard that in church because nobody in church would ever say that to their other halves. That even though you're having an affair, I still love you. Most of the women that are in church are single. Were single because their men had gone off. Do you know how many single women there were in the church when I was growing up as a kid? It was amazing. Women in the world than there are men. And your point. So, what were the other tunes that our parents <laughs> listened to? Well, they had. Another? There was another song that was a, a very inspirational song. A Philistine. Philist- another another Philistine. There was a lot of There was a lot of sort of Duke Reed yeah, um, yeah. songs that, that that were produced that he produced for Phyllis. Do you remember the? Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you. I'm just right. thinking of one that came in my mind. Which one's remember that? that? Midnight something. Midnight gallivanting or something like that. Do you remember that one? My Midnight Lover. There was that was one. Was Midnight Lover? lover. Midnight but the one I, I was thinking of yeah, was, was, was more of an uplifting one. Was ah. I've only got one life to live. Mm. I've only got one love to give. And I'm yeah. going to give it. And, no ma- and also... That's another one it, of those tunes, It's another it? one of those tunes because... She's saying all these positive things, but, mm. and then she turns around and says, "Well, no matter what he is, yeah, he's mine and I'm his." Yeah. So they're in, they're in that she's that little line, that permission li- again, and not she's she's given him permission, and she's accepting the fact that there's some he's, he's flawed, and yes, maybe you yes. know we're not sure what the flaw That's is. It's a human condition, right? It's a human condition. Now he she doesn't say no matter who he flirts with or mm. no matter how many women he has. Mm. She just says no matter what he is, yeah. he's mine and I'm his. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, yeah. you know whether or not her parents or other people will say he's no good, yeah. whether he's he drinks too much or whether he's not good with money or whether he's whatever the flaw they feel that this she, man has, she believes that he's the one for her. Where no. He, he she believes that no because she's that part certainly she's telling the other woman she's telling the other woman <laughs> whatever right. you think he is whatever right. he may be here is the bottom line he, he is mine and i is his, mine and i am his and i am his, am his. whatever mm. he may be telling you yeah he belongs to me yeah. and i belong to him and she says in the first, win or lose. Ah, see, that's see, even more yeah, complex. Yeah, she says, now. win or lose. And I, I, I mean, genuinely, I'm not, mm. we have to praise 
our mothers. I think this is a tune, mm. One Life to Live, Yeah. that hearing it from Phyllis Dillon, a lot of our fathers would feel a little bit uncomfortable. Do you think so? I think so. The win or lose part suggests that, well, we contribute to any... When you marry somebody, yeah. you marry them for better or worse. Mm. You don't marry them for win or lose, though. Yeah, because she says, win or lose, this is my game to play. Mm. Right or wrong, mm. I'm playing it anyway. I'm playing yeah. it my way. Yeah. Mm. So that's what she says. So, yeah. you know, and I mean, this was a huge song within the community. I mean, this was almost anthemic. Mm. Um when it came on, people would just get up and start dancing and sing of it. Of course, of course. You know, and, and singing it like it was, you know, it's almost like I will survive. Shouldn't you it know, be? it was like one of those songs, yeah, you know, it's yeah. amazing. But shouldn't it be win or lose? This is our game to play. Mm, maybe, should be, but she seems... Maybe not, though. Yeah, maybe no, she's, not, it's her, she's, it's, it's her testimony, right? This is her, yeah. you know, this is a, her testimony. She's saying that win or lose, and it's a love song, and so it's, it's about somebody, and it's about a man, it's about the love of her life, you know, and she's saying that no matter what other people may say, how they may feel about this relationship or this person, yeah. she has decided that she is his and he is well, hers what, regardless what, come what may she says but what away. what does that tell us about that generation the, well the the mothers in that generation the the human condition for our mothers of that generation who have come over across the ocean to start a new life with somebody that they may have known from back home mm. but if they had they came to join them or they traveled with them in a kind of a fairy tale adventure. Yeah. As younger true. people now want to experience the world and mm. travel all over yeah, the world. Yeah, because some of them were 18, her. 19, exactly. 21. And it They're must have been young. phenomenal to actually travel the seven yeah, seas. It was incredible. But then you travel there with your Prince Charming, and mm. then the fairy tale becomes something of a, not a nightmare necessarily, mm. 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 but it starts cracking, yeah, doesn't it? It crumbles. It and crumbles. it's not a happy ever after. Not or for is all. it? Or for is some, it? for some, it was. For, a, it, a, for some even, families, it was. It was a happy ever after. Even, for some families, they, but even they really, when Phyllis Dillon says "win or lose," mm. is that not a happy ever after? Even when infidelity mm. rears its ugly head in the way that it may have done in many of the relationships we have. I just, I'm genuinely interested in finding out what kind of metal our mothers had to endure situations where they would say, look, whether I win or lose, mm. I'm, 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 I'm very conscious of the game that's being played here. I'm going to play it my way. Right. And at the end of the day, whatever happens, I am his and he's, he's mine. Well, exactly. Do you know what I mean? It takes well, I mean, some fortitude, it's, it's, it, doesn't it? Does it does take some fortitude. And the fact, and the real pioneering spirit to leave your home in Jamaica or the Caribbean or Africa or, or one of the countries in, in Africa and come here to create a life for yourself with somebody that you believe is your mate, your soulmate. Mm. And, and it takes great courage. And you know, I know takes... my, my, my grandmother was a courageous woman. She was a, 
formidable woman. She was fantastic, you know, and she was very strong, very powerful, very focused. Um, and she was not unique. I met many women of her generation who were who were completely inspirational. But it takes courage to come here. What does it take to stay? To yep. stay at home, to stay in a relationship, to stay when the thrill has, has gone, gone mm. and you've got children and you're struggling not to talk of the nonsense that you go through mm, mm. in terms of discrimination outside the family well, I home. Well, I think that it comes, what back, it to what, I think it comes because, back to what you said about children and the fact that the marriage That's is, for the men. What about no, and for the, the women? women? It's the same thing. The marriage was more, more was not was more than about thrill. The, the 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 whole union and having children here in this country was about creating children who would have a better opportunity to great to create some kind of stability for those children, so that they could not when they, you're eighteen or so, nineteen. What, That's no, about the thrill. No, I mean when you have children and 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 parenting and motherhood kicks in, the you know that takes over <laughs> for majority of women that takes over the thrill you know what is the thrill is seeing your children thrive that becomes the thrill and and for a lot of men too that becomes the thrill is seeing their children thrive yeah, but, but when when a woman says woohoo i heard it through the grapevine <laughs> Not much longer oh, will gosh. you be mine. I just wish you would Whoa. sing it. Oh, my gosh. Don't sing it. Don't no, sing no, it. but when a woman says that, I was just trying to do it in the way that they might yeah, say Yeah, but they don't think they're saying it like that. Well, however they sang it, <laughs> when, when, when our mothers reflected on their lives and their destiny and the foolishness with which our fathers were going on away mm. here in the UK, why didn't they just say... I'm going back home. Some did. To Jamaica. No, but some did. I'm not to saying Nigeria, that all. Nigeria, to Ghana, Ghana to, Trinidad, to Trinidad, to Barbados. You know, Why didn't they just did. get up a very lot of, few? No, but Dotton. Most of us. Dotton, a lot of, a lot of marriages completely collapsed. They did. A lot of marriages didn't last the course. Even even they had two But they three, were married, though. Even though they had three, four children, five children, the marriage collapsed. And there were a lot of women who were bringing their children up by themselves because the men, or or together, Stop they decided. Blaming the I men, can blame Carol. whether it's I like. Listen, you, 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 you take know that. because the men of that generation. Yeah, but what are you saying? Right. We, they can I finish? Yeah, of course you can. Of course Thank you. you. Can. Don't get so defensive, yeah. Dotton. Please, it's a, it's just a, it's just my opinion. It's not. <laughs> don't be so defensive. I'm saying a lot of the men decided it wasn't what they wanted. A lot of the women decided it wasn't what they wanted, and. The marriage oh, collapsed. Oh, yeah. Right. There will be so, a certain amount of marriages so that co collapse despite and, and everything else. Despite, but, despite them trying to oh, keep the glue together for the children, it was untenable. So they had to separate. But I'm saying, I, I accept that. I accept. So it why, wasn't why do you all, get so defensive all of no, a sudden when I said the men? No, I don't get defensive. You but did. I'm thinking, no, no, I'm not getting defensive. But I'm thinking I need to give a big shout out. Look, I was brought up by a man. Yeah. Not by a woman, yeah. That's beautiful, right? So when my father's relationship broke down, mm. when my father, as much as I loved my mother and loved mm. my mother and everything, mm. I was brought up by my father. So what do you expect me to say? 
You know, the guy didn't walk out on us. He had us right by his side. Mm. He may have been the wrongdoer in the relationship, but in terms of how he brought up his children and but didn't he did abandon bring you. his he children. Did. He didn't abandon no, you. But, no. but in those terms, I'm saying, well, hold on, give the men a break now. Yeah, there are now, some, listen, there are some men of that generation who are complete stars. Right. And I know many. Oh, you've just thought of that. No, no. I'm I mean, just, saying, just bringing it in. I'm bringing it in. Why just didn't you to, bring it in before? Because we were going down a t- certain trajectory about you, women. You were being taking abandoned. it down a certain trajectory about men abandoning <laughs> women. No, be no, fair. No, be I fair. was. Because the majority, majority of women who were, who were by themselves had been abandoned. I get that. Right? I get that. But I get that. As well as that, there were many couples who stayed together and raised phenomenal children of which you and I are one of those. Do you remember? And, and so, you know, it's, you know, we still have to give give a good shout out and give props and congratulate that generation, for whether they did it singly or whether they did it as a unit. Do you remember to, those? To, to actually raise their children in an, in an environment that, that was hostile and unknown to them. Do you remember those old-time dances that they used to do? Mm. I've got an image. What, the shuffling got, and all of that? Well, the holding each other close, and it was big people's dancing. Mm. I've got an image. When we moved from a bed to, to two rooms mm-hmm. in Tottenham, mm. I've got an image of um, a crowd or a living room full of big people uh, mostly from Africa, as I recall it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my father and mother, my stepmother would have been in their 30s by now. Right. And they were playing these old-time tunes. The one that I remember from Nigeria was, well, I've got to sing it, Carol. Oh, I've ma- got to sing it. Mama. No, 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 no. It was an old-school kind of oh, high-life okay. tune. That went, Maria, Omo, Shufemi, Wa, Maria, that's a proper tune that I remember from when I was like about seven or eight years old I'd have been at this time. And I remember there was loads of booze in the second room. There was loads of booze in the second room. And we had a little taste of uh, some... Well, I went for the Guinness, which was a foolish mistake. And ever since then, I have not drunk or barely drunk. I don't drink Did you as get a really drunk or something? Well, no, You're because it was the most everywhere. bitter, disgusting thing I'd ever drunk oh, in my right. entire life. When in Nigeria, they're going on about Guinness, Guinness, mm, Guinness. Mm. I didn't realise it was quiet a quiet taste. taste and yeah. also a bitter taste yeah. and an adult's taste. So I, I touched that. And Guinness never, is only good with nutriment and nutmeg. Well, maybe, <laughs> and maybe with a pint of Coca-Cola stuck in it as well. But um, I remember them all dancing together. They'd put on these old tunes, mm. like One Life to Live, yeah. and they yeah. do the, they do the kind of dancing that we don't even know how to do anymore, which mm. is the cheek to cheek, you know, and the the what can I say, the, the chest dub, to chest, rubber yeah, rubber dub style, you know. Whatever mm. happened to that? Maybe that's where our love went. Yeah, we I don't mean, dance yeah, like I mean that, that there was, you know, dance. we, we were very dance. intimate yeah. um, back in the day, and I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe that's part of the whole part of why you, you you say where did our love go well that know. became a lover's rock thing later mm. on yes it the did intimacy yeah. but our back. parents even though they tried to stop us going from the lover's rock dancers mm. were themselves lover's rockers the original lover's rockers absolutely okay in tribute to them then let's mm. remind ourselves of that one life to live and let's listen really carefully at the lyrics you fancy singing it or do you want me to sing it? no i wouldn't like you to sing it but thank you for offering I've only got one life to live And I'm gonna live it I 
I've only got one love to give And I'm gonna give it No matter what he is He touches me and makes me his Oh yes, now we're in love And the verse goes like this Win or lose This is my game to play Right or wrong I'm playing it my way And if we make mistakes It's my own heart that breaks Cause I've got to learn to live my life The way I choose Believe me I've only got one life to live I'm gonna live it I've only got one love to give so I'm gonna give it, no matter what he is He touches me and makes me his Oh yes, now I'm in love I've only got a one life I've only got a one love I've only got a one life I've only got a one love one life to give, one life to live, one life to give I've only got one life to live, one love to give One life to live, one love to give One life to live, one love to give